Hello, welcome to another episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. My name's John David Birdall, and I'm here with Davy B. Right, Davy? Right, you are, John. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. Today, on this episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault, we're going to be talking about Canadian rockers. One of my favorite subjects. Yes, and it may shock some of you to find out that Canada has rock and roll. Oh, do they ever. Do they ever. <laughs> yes, they do. And we're going to be talking about so many of those bands, right? So many of those hits on this episode of Davy B's Hit Song Vault. Okay? Honoring our friends to the north. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So before we get into that, do allow me to say that Davy B's Hit Song Vault is a 30-minute comedic and encyclopedic conversation about the music of our lives with Davy B and his son, John David. During each episode of the podcast, these two hosts will discuss and will play excerpts of 10 audio tracks within a specific theme or within a specific subject for your listening pleasure and total, total edification. Together, Davey B. and John David do have a combined 70 years of songwriting and song performance and recording and music production experience between them. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that is a fact, Jack. Jack. <laughs> Well, you know, being we decided to do a special tribute to our friends up north in Canada, mm -hmm. uh, the one that I think deserves the lead-off spot, shall we say, sure. was a group that originated out of Winnipeg, a group that was originally named Chad Allen and the Reflections. Mm -hmm. But that didn't last. No, it didn't. And you know why, John? Uh, I heard the song before I knew the name of the band. It was an American band, okay, that caused them to change the name. It, they had a song that was really popular called Just Like Romeo and Juliet. Right. The right? Yeah, the Reflections yes. had Just Like Romeo and Juliet, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it was like Chad Allen said, oh, you, you're telling me we can't use that name anymore? No, oh, whoops. <laughs> well, maybe we better call us Chad Allen and the Expressions. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So they decided, with the help of many, many adoring fans, mm -hmm. to put out their first song, their initial offering, on the Canadian-American label, by the way, mm -hmm. in 1962, Okay, called Tribute to Buddy Holly. Mm -hmm. And oh, what a song it was. And I just... I, 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 wish, I wish I could find it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to find it all over again? Yeah, I got to find it all over again. <laughs> but uh, that's where the name change came about oh, from sure. Chad Allen and the Reflections to mm -hmm. the later version of Chad Allen and the Expressions. Yes. So without further ado, shall we give the folks a little taste of... Chad Allen and the Expressions? Oh, sure. Yes, yes. And this is their song, Hey Ho, What You Do to Me. Yes. I want to tell you what you do to me. I want to tell you what you do to me. Oh my gosh. So when did you first hear that? I know, 1965. And that song was released in 1965. But when did you first hear it? Well, I yourself? guess being a disc jockey, John, mm -hmm. I was always interested in the radio stations up in Canada, too. And KY58, which was CKY, mm -hmm. was a 50,000-watt rocker. And I mean, they rocked. 
CKRC, mm-hmm. another big rocker in Winnipeg. Sure. The CK station stretched all the way across Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, uh, just really quality radio, quality top 40 radio. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that uh, they probably had more to do with publicizing Chad Allen and the Expressions, who later became a well-known group in the United oh, States. Oh, yeah. You don't want to guess who it is? I think you already just gave me a clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that name, that name, uh, what it was on their album artwork, you know, it was uh, because they had changed their name right. from Chad Allen and the Reflections uh-huh. you know, to Chad Allen and the Expressions. Right. It said on the album artwork, guess who? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> and, right, disc jockeys kept calling them guess who. Yeah. You know, or the guess who. Right. And so they became the guess, the guess who. who. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and the Guess Who had a huge hit with American Woman. So I'll play it right now. Right. That now song that, turns your head. That is rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and there's an interesting anecdote behind the American woman. Would you like to know what it is? Oh, or should yes. we let our good friend Randy Backman tell us? Oh, sure, sure. Well, while we were playing in the middle of that set, I broke a string. I had one guitar. And Bert Cummings said, we're going to take a break while Randy changes the string. Well, I didn't have a tech or a spare guitar. So I had to change the string on this Les Paul. I didn't even have a tuner. So I knelt down on stage in front of Burton's that little electric piano mm-hmm. and played an E and a B and I'm tuning up my guitar. And as I'm tuning the guitar, I'm dong 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 dong. He's trying to tune to a chord. I start to go bum bum dun 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 dun. And I guess because of this almost being drafted experience and being frightened of the US war and us being healthy Canadians, and the Uncle Sam wants you, that poster with the stars and striped hat and the Statue of Liberty, all this thing. Out came the words, American woman, stay away from me. And he sang that four times. Gosh, I had no idea that a song could come together that quickly. Oh, you know? Just by accident, you might say. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So spontaneously, you know, I guess serendipitously, right? It was just a gift. That's a good word. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to say that all day. Yes. Serendipitously. Serendipitously. <laughs> serendipitously. Serendipitously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we ought to move on to the next song. All right. And that is Sweet City Woman. By the Stampeders. Okay, it's another woman song. Uh, yes. Yes, or another American song about woman. woman. Sweet city, city woman. woman. Yes, mm-hmm. we've got them all, friends. Yes, I suppose we could change the title of this uh, episode to Canadian Women Songs. <laughs> <laughs> what was interesting about the Stampeders is they were originally called the Rebounds, oh. and they hailed from Calgary. Mm-hmm. And boy, oh boy, I tell you, they, they had trouble getting multiple trouble probably isn't the right word they had detriments to getting bookings because originally there was like eight nine ten guys in the band and they were saying like well how can you pay all of these guys so they gleaned down to three okay and when they hit three they also hit success oh good for them yes because their song it's still popular today john Uh and it's called sweet City Woman. 
rock songs have banjo in them as like that most prominent hardly none instrument mm-hmm. you know yep. so that song stands out definitely because of that definitely you know and dad i've got a question shoot here mm-hmm. could you ever love me again if i didn't bring up this next song <laughs> <laughs> clever clever <laughs> oh my goodness and so yes this next song is by a group called gary and dave and the title is, Could You Ever Love Me Again? And strangely you would, oh, enough. Yes, yes. yes mm-hmm. Strangely, oddly, weirdly enough. Right. Yeah. yeah, Gary and Dave were a Canadian duo that had just phenomenal success in Canada and mm-hmm. Australia and only broke into the United States, John, in a one offering mm-hmm. that they had. And this was the one that just... Like I say, I just drool over mm-hmm. called Could You Ever Love Me Again? And I mean, this song is, it's it's got everything a hit song should have. Mm-hmm. Production, lyrics, just yes. you name it, it's got it. Sure. And yeah. Gary and Dave um, were very serious about their musical careers, and they both had a, a love of, of flying, of all things. Oh, really? Yes. And when they quit, Performing, mm-hmm. they both became pilots in Canada. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like commercial pilots? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Right. That's amazing. So the song, Could You Ever Love Me Again, mm-hmm. was uh, also their ticket, as I say, to fame. Sure. And they toured with the Stampeders, who we just mentioned. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah I did know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Do allow me to say, Dad, or do permit me to say that this is the most beautiful song I've ever heard. I agree. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's so lush. People say that about some songs. This one takes the cake, okay, when it comes to that. When we learned this song in the band, Davey B and the Sonics, Mm -hmm. when we were playing, people would come up to me and say, what was that song you just played? And I said, it's called, Could You Ever Love Me Again? Mm-hmm. And they'd say, well, where is it from? I said, it's from Canada. And it's a great song. And just, oh, people, as soon as they heard it, most of them fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. As I hope our listeners will do as we treat them to Gary and Dave. Disappointed you Could you ever love me again If I cease to do Little things for you Could you ever love me again So beautiful. It's so good. So beautiful. Gosh, Mm. it's resplendent. Let me say that. That's a resplendent song. That's a good word. Oh, thank you. I'll write that down, <laughs> right? To go with uh, serendipitously. There you go. <laughs> serendipitously resplendent. 
Okay, so the next song on our list is by Anne Murray, and the title of the song is Snowbird. Yeah, Snowbird was written by Gene uh, McClellan, I believe his yeah. name was. Yeah, uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, this was Anne Murray's first hit. True. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yes. You know, until you and I started talking about uh, this. Then, you know, yes. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> That's quite all right. Yeah, she had uh, quite a number of hits. Uh, Danny's song, You Needed Me, mm-hmm. Could I Have This Dance for the Rest of My Life. Mm-hmm. She was, a, she was a, a school teacher. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Born in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. And uh, she taught for one year, mm-hmm. actually, out of college while she was still honing, should we say, her career as a, a female singer. Sure. And uh, Snowbird, to me, has always been one of those, ah, get out of here, bad luck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. negative feelings ne- or sourness it. or yep. dourness or something like that. You know, loss, basically, right? That's Go away, it. loss, you know. I need to feel better or something like that, so I'm going to fly away. That's it. I'm going to fly away. Oh, this was the first ever gold record by a Canadian solo female artist. Well, that's something. Yes, that That is something. something. Okay, so this is Snowbird by Anne Murray. Beneath its snowy metal golden thing The unborn grass lies waiting for its coat to turn to green The snowbird sings a song he always And speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring When I was young my heart was young then too Anything that it would tell me that's the thing I can almost feel being there Mm -hmm. in that place that's being described Yep Is that the same for you? Yep Yeah Not too many songs really do that, you know? It's ethereal Oh yes, yes, Mm -hmm. it is, you know? Yep. Um, it puts you in a place, you know, at a certain time. And then it starts telling a story, too, which is really great, which is really, really great. So thank you, Anne Murray, for that song. And thanks to Gene. He wrote it in, what was it, 25 minutes? I think, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you would know. <laughs> <laughs> this is Davy B's hit song, Balta. <laughs> so, yes, you would know. Okay, so the next song that we've got on the list here is by Bobby Curtola. Ah, yes. Yes, and not just Bobby Curtola, right? Because he had his own kind of backing band. Right, called the Martells. Yes. So this next song is by Bobby Curtola and the Martells, and it's called Three Rows Over. But he wasn't only backed by the Martells, he was also backed by Chad Allen and the Reflections, a band we had been talking about earlier in this podcast. Right. Right. You know, and that band included Randy Bachman. You know, and Randy Bachman had said while he was backing, Okay, Bobby Curtola. It was an opportunity for us to travel and promote our records. You know, Chad Allen and the Reflections, or Expressions, right? Right. Uh, That was our first encounter with screaming girls who came to see Bobby every night. It was our taste of the rock and roll limelight. Bobby Curtola was a decent singer and performer and a nice guy who came along when Canadian teenagers were looking for someone, I suppose, to fawn over, right? Definitely. Yeah. So, In fact, it wasn't just... Canadian teenagers looking for someone to pawn over. Mm-hmm. Cliff Richard came along in England at about the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was like Elvis in the United States, Cliff Richard in England, Bobby Curtola in Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Okay, so this is Bobby Curtola and the Martells with Three Rows Over. Mm-hmm. 
There's a girl in school that I adore She's a cute little girl, five feet four She's got a personality, the talk of the town She sits three rows over and two seats down I've got competition, it seems galore, but I am the guy So one, two, three, and then two, two down? Yeah, two down, okay. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. That's just so wonderful. So he finally figured out where she was sitting anyway. Yes, yes, and now we all know. Thank you so much, Bobby Curtola and the Martells. Okay, the next song on the list is by the Poppy family. And this song we actually mentioned in another episode. I remember that. Yeah, yes. yeah, because we were talking about uh, Terry Jacks and his song Seasons in the Sun. Right. Okay, and so we talked a little bit about this song. I think it was just briefly mentioned. Okay, now we can talk about it a bit more, which I do believe is a good idea. And apparently it's a sort of Vietnam War song, or it, it, I guess that's how that informed, that informed the writing of this song. I had no idea about that. Very interesting. Yes, and you and I, okay were, I suppose, having a chuckle about romantic couples making music together and how they don't stick together. Right. (laughs) When they start making music together. Such was the case of the Poppy family. Yes, yes. And they were a quartet. That's what you had been telling me. Pop quartet. And uh, it was kind of like, uh, well, let's see now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been married for six, seven years. Maybe we just better call it quits. Sure, Terry Jacks and Susan Jacks right. in the group. Yep. Yeah, uh, I guess that just happens to some groups, you know. Apparently for this song, the first take, I guess her first take singing it mm-hmm. was too happy <laughs> <laughs> or too perfect. So he had said, okay, we're going back in. We're going to do another one. She had, uh, We're going to do another take. And she was just so tired, so worn out. And he had thought, yes, this is it. This is capturing what I need in this song. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that probably contributed to their breakup a probably, little bit. Probably, yeah. yes. Okay, so this is Which Way You Going, Billy, by The Poppy Family. She does know how to sing that song. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was Susan Jacks right there, being sort of worn out, (laughs) singing it again, (laughs) and singing it so well. So well. Yep, yep. So the next song on our list here, Dad, this is one that you just, just told me about. You had said, John, this song has to be on the list. Which one was that? And so it's by Burton Cummings. Oh, yes. Yes, you had said, John, stop what you're doing. You know, stop what you're doing. This song has to be on the list. This was Burton's first, shall we say, delving into the uh, lead singer. Solo artist? Solo artist yeah. market. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he just uh, decided that he didn't want to be part of a band anymore mm-hmm. and uh, came up with uh, this song actually from his own experience of his 
girlfriend of, I believe, something like nine or ten years, walked out on him. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, gosh. And this song mm -hmm. was his outlet for frustration and heartbreak, shall we say. Yeah. And uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous hit in Canada, of course, mm -hmm. and in the United States. And, although. Uh, although. Was, yes. <laughs> although. Although. It didn't make it to number one, did it? Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and what kept it from being number one? <laughs> Muskrat love. <laughs> <laughs> a song about a rat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, Burton. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is Burton Cummings with Stan Tall. That's enormous right that there. Is, that is big. <laughs> that was enormous. <laughs> and what a way to turn a sort of, I guess, personal tragedy and difficulty into a sort of anthem. Yes. Right? Yes. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Burton Cummings, for doing that. You know, not so much like, <laughs> I'm not saying thank you for suffering. <laughs> but thank you for doing something, right, with that suffering, channeling it into something like Stand Tall. Right. Right. Okay, so the next song on our list is called Working for the Weekend. All right, and it's by the band Loverboy. I remember them. Yep. Well, you better. You're on show all about Canadian rockers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you said, I don't remember them? <laughs> I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh, they were... They, they were a good rock and roll group out of Vancouver, Canada. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, this song, uh, what, uh, was released about the same year that MTV went on the air. And so that must have been huge for them. Oh, I bet. You know, to have that sort of, I suppose, venue, right, that people could check out the song or check out their material. Perfect timing. Yes, definitely perfect, perfect timing. I know one of the band members had talked about how difficult it was to record the music video because they just had to record the same, like record that song again and again and again, but change outfits and keep jumping around, but on the same stage because they really didn't have a huge budget. <laughs> and he had said, like, I really felt like I was being abused a bit, but that's the nature of the beast. Eh. Okay. I know they had some other hits too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Turn Me Loose uh -huh. is one that I, you know, especially remember. and Yeah. Uh, loving every minute of it. Oh, yes. It was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. I've heard that one. Yep. Definitely. Okay. So this is Loverboy with Working for the Weekend. in that just the yeah. drums just the boom 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 that, you know that is dry yes 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 and the synthesizer 
Did you hear that in there? The boo doo doo boo doo doo doo. You know, yep. it's like, oh goodness, there's just so much going on in that song. Great song. Yes. Yes. So great. I gotta listen to that after this podcast episode. I'm gonna sit down and just <laughs> listen to the whole song. Good okay. for you. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I imagine someone listening to this may ask, why did we wait this long to bring up this artist in this list? Okay. Oh, just to whet the appetite. I suppose so. You know, but it's kind of like, what What can you say about this artist that hasn't already been said, you know? Very true. Elsewhere. And that's not us giving up. You know, we're not quitting. It's just kind of like, you know what, we're going to cover some other bands. I do believe we were supposed to cover, cover some other bands, right? And talk about some other artists until we got to Gordon Lightfoot. Okay. And his hit, his number one hit, right? Sundown. Number one big time hit. Yes, big time. Yeah. You know, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, you were telling me, Dad, that only made it to number two. Yeah. You know? Well, it was it was on the charts longer, actually, Ooh. than Sundown. Sure. Well, but, let us, oh. without further ado, treat our listeners to Sundown by Gord Lightfoot right here. Sometimes I think it's a shame when I get feeling better. Take care, Sundown. Yes. You better take care. You'd better. <laughs> yes, Gordon is giving you the warning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like that. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and so, yeah, that song, I was supposed to talk about what inspired that song. And apparently it was a relationship that Gordon Lightfoot did have. And he was working on music and working on music. And the woman, I suppose, that he was dating at the time was somewhere drinking and she was somewhere drinking and... Well, she was so pretty, he was just so concerned that at sundown, kind of like what was going to happen? Was someone else going to take her home or you know, would she actually come back to him or something like that? So apparently that's where that comes from. Also, gosh, so the lady, right, that he was in a relationship with, um, uh, what most likely was Kathy Smith, who later, uh, gosh, got in trouble for contributing to the death of comedian, right, and actor John Belushi. Really? Yes. Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, so the last song on our list (laughs) brings up a musician that we've talked about a couple times. (laughs) And I guess we have saved the very best for last. (laughs) That's great. So the first time I saw him was perform. He was performing uh, in Walker, Minnesota. Right. I do believe. Yeah, BTO, Bachman Tuner Overdrive, was uh-huh. performing there. And so I got to see the whole set and then chat with him afterwards. Such a nice guy, you know? Such a nice guy. Very Randy true. Bachman. Very true. Yes. Yes. Where did you first meet him? I first met Randy when he came over to my music store. Oh, okay. And uh, he struck up a conversation with me and we became friends and he came over to the house. Oh. And actually bought two guitars from me out of my own personal collection. Oh, whoa. What guitars? Yeah. Uh, one was an orange Gretsch, Tennessean, I believe. Yeah. And the other was uh, a Les Paul Gibson. And I sold it to Randy because Randy was just, he fell in love with oh, it. Okay. Head over heels yep. for it? Yeah. Okay. 
And so what inspired this song? Where did Randy Bachman get the idea for this song? Or Randy Bachman and Fred Turner of Bachman Turner Overdrive. Okay, and so they were driving on a highway, okay? And then truckers boxed them in, in their little van, apparently. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And they couldn't go, you know, a certain speed. And apparently this was all a joke. Okay, so they found the truckers who Uh had done this to them, you know, slowed them down while they were trying to get somewhere. And what? um, Randy Bachman had said the trucker looked like a Volkswagen with a head. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently he didn't give them as stern a talking to or something like that. And the truckers had a good laugh and told the band that they needed to learn to let it ride. (laughs) So here is BTO. Bachman Turner Overdrive with the song Let It Ride. I'm going to let it ride. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to let it ride all day. (laughs) All right. That's it, Dad. Thank you, Randy Bachman. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. To so many, so many of these Canadian artists, these Canadian musicians, right? These Canadian performers who did record these songs and make these songs hits and make them a part of, I guess, rock and roll history. Okay, so if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast episode, you can go to prairiepublic.org, that's prairiepublic.org, and you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault. That's prairiepublic.org, and you can search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault, and you can listen to more episodes of this podcast there. Or you can go to your favorite podcast platform or favorite podcast provider and search for Davy B's Hit Song Vault and listen to more episodes there. Oh, here comes the end, Dad. Here comes the end. Here comes the song. Oh, yes, your song. You know, thank you so much for recording it. It sounds great, but yes, here it comes. We're going to have to go. Thanks, Johnny. Oh, yes, yes, you're very, very welcome. Thank you, Dad. Thank you, all of you who've listened to this. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Well, it's a cheater who pays. That's a cheater who pays.